Hey guys, welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. This is Honey, and I am so happy that you're here today. I have a really short message for you. I just, I, I just feel a need to talk to somebody out there. I don't know who needs to hear this message, but um, I know that it's something that I needed to hear today, and uh, so I, I thought that I would share it, and if it speaks to you, then that's great. I mean, that's, that's what I want. Okay, before I get started with this very cryptic message, let me just first say this is an adult-only podcast, guys, so please be 18 or above. Um... Not that today's message is really going to be all that sexy <laughs> or adult-oriented. Not really, I don't think. But um, but it's still 18 and above, guys. And um, as usual, I would love to hear from you. If you have anything to say, any suggestions, any comments, criticisms, whatever it may be, you just want to reach out and say hello please feel free to email me at honeyshive62 at gmail.com. Honeyshive62 at gmail.com. You can also tweet me at honeyshive, at honeyshive. And honey is H-U-N-N-Y. I would love to hear from you guys. Okay. All right. So today's message, and it is just, it's a, it's a message. It's really not even a topic. It's just something I'm feeling the need to say. And as I said before, if this speaks to you, you know, maybe you're the person that I'm feeling prompted to say this to. Maybe you're the one that, who needs to hear it. I don't know. But if so, I hope it helps. So simply put, you can't please everybody all the time. I am 60 years old. And I still get hung up. On trying to please everyone else. I get so stuck on the need to please others that it becomes a detriment to my own health and my own well-being and I don't care. When I'm in the when I'm in the in the grip of this need to please, I lose perspective on myself. I, um, it's not that I cease to exist, but I am not the one that matters. You know, f to me, I am not the one that matters. There's somebody else in that moment or somebody else in my life that matters more than myself. And I know we all can fall into this habit. It's, it's not a good it's not a good habit. It's not a good character trait to have. We should never want to please others to the detriment of ourself. But it happens to a lot of us. And um, I'm just here to tell you a few things, okay? Because if you are if you are in a relationship right now, and it doesn't matter if it's romantic or family, friend, it, it doesn't matter. If you are in a relationship where you find yourself constantly walking on eggshells or 
just constantly trying to please someone else. I mean, there's a couple of observations I want to make. One is you shouldn't have to try so hard. And two is that you matter also. Who's taking care of you? Who's pleasing you? Usually in these relationships, again, whether it's romantic or platonic, usually in these relationships, the pleaser is being left behind. The pleasers so often, as I am this, I am guilty of this, the pleasers feel invisible. The pleasers aren't heard. The pleasers are not pleased by anybody. <laughs> the pleasers get really bogged down in one thing. It's like a tunnel vision. How will I please you? And if the person that you're spending your time pleasing criticizes you or finds you lacking, you as a pleaser lacking, it can devastate you. It can devastate you because we as pleasers, especially when it's to the extent how I am, when you get so lost in wanting to please somebody, when you come up short and the person that you're trying to please is obviously not pleased with you and they don't want you anymore or they find fault in you or they criticize you or, you know, they're just in general unhappy with you. It devastates a pleaser. They don't usually know how to handle it very well because they devote all their time to pleasing that person. They learn what that person wants, what pleases him, what they can do to please him, and they spend all their time, whether they're with them or not with them, their time is devoted to how can I make that person happy? So when that person is not happy with you, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of times the pleaser hasn't done anything wrong. Okay, guys, and that's that's something else you need to hear. As a pleaser, and a lot of people like to say they're pleasers, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, a lot. I don't know what the statistics are, but a lot of people who claim to be pleasers are not. They are not pleasers, but they sure do like to say they're pleasers. Oh, I'm a pleaser. I'm a pleaser. And you know what they mean? And usually these are men. You know what they mean? They, they mean they like to eat pussy. They like to eat pussy. Oh, I'm a pleaser. I like to eat pussy. I'm a pleaser. You come before I do. Oh, I'm such a pleaser. You're all that matters. They're talking sexually. Yeah, I know, guys. I cracked myself up. They're pleasers, sexually speaking. But people who are pleasers in life, it goes way beyond sex. A pleaser, especially one who is like me, who gets a little lost in it, they... They learn the ins and outs of a person so that they can please them in every aspect. I mean, it could be from, you know, making their favorite meal to giving them a blowjob exactly as they want it <laughs> and everything in between. Uh, 
um, pleasers tend to, as I said, get tunnel vision. And the person or people that they please are all that's on their mind. And that's why it's not a good thing, guys. That's why it's not a good thing. And if you find that you are one of these people who becomes a bit obsessed with pleasing someone else, you need to get a grip. I need to get a grip. Okay, we, we, we as over-pleasers need to stop because we lose ourselves. We forget that we deserve to be pleased as well. And we may have somebody in our life that says, you know, just as I, I, I explained a few minutes ago, we may have someone who says, well, all I want to do is please you. But that's not necessarily the truth, now is it? Us over-pleasers, I'm going to call us, we tend to be pretty alone in our relationships. We find ourselves spending all our time trying to figure out how to please somebody that honestly, they got your number. <laughs> it's like they have you figured out. They know they have you over a barrel. They know all they have to do is crook their little finger and you come running. They get it. And guys, I, I understand when you are a true uh, pleaser, you don't do it for accolades. You don't do it for any other reason. No other reason than how good it makes you feel to fully satisfy your partner or your friend or, you know, your family member, whoever it is that you're doing it for. That feeling of, of knowing them so well that you give them what they need is a good feeling for a pleaser. Because and you'll understand this if you are a pleaser to the extent that I'm talking. Your satisfaction comes from taking care of others. Your satisfaction comes from seeing the content and happiness that you help to create in another person. So when, when they find fault with you, it's hard to take. It's very difficult to take, which is why we shouldn't be this way, guys. If you are a pleaser to the extent that I'm talking, you have got to start letting go a little. You've got to start letting go a little. There is nothing good to be gained from being such an over-pleaser. People don't appreciate it. And... You get lost. You get so lost in it. And you can't help but get hurt. And you know, it, it's not even the fault of others. Others are normal and we're not. You know? They're, they, they, as in all the other people, are normal. And we're not. We're over-pleasers. Don't be an over-pleaser. Don't devote all of your time to learning what someone wants and needs and being their everything. Don't do it. You need to listen to me. There is nothing to gain from it except for heartache. When you devote all of your energy into pleasing someone else, 
you are bound to be hurt. There has to be some balance in life. There has to be some balance. You need to be pleased as well. <laughs> and not because your partner likes to orally gratify you, okay? There's got to be balance in life. Your, your, your thoughts matter. Your feelings matter. You are a person too. And as long as you, you are always giving of yourself 100% to somebody else, but you're not getting back, you're going to, at times, feel badly. You're going to feel invisible. You're going to feel unloved, misunderstood. You're setting yourself up for these feelings. And it's, it's pretty much inevitable. Because you're giving too much of yourself to one person. And I guess that's really what, what it comes down to. You can't give that much of yourself to one person. You know, if you look around at the, the normal people out there, they're not giving that much of themselves to one person. And they're just moving along just fine. There's a reason for that. Uh, it may seem really selfless, those of us who are over-givers, over-pleasers, you know, it may seem selfless. Well, how can I be wrong for being an overpleaser, an overgiver? How can I be wrong for wanting to make my partner or whoever it is um, happy and content and to have a good life? I do my part. How can that be wrong? Well, because you can't give yourself to somebody 100% like that. There's nothing left for you. It's like when they tell you, and you know what, I have flown a bunch of times and I've never heard this, but you know, you hear the analogy all the time, you know, you got to put the oxygen mask on you first, right? Because if you pass out, you can't help anybody around you. You know, your mental health is important. If your mental health isn't good, you're not going to be any good for anybody else. So if you're giving 110% of yourself to the person you love, and there's nothing left for your own mental health, then probably you're going to be expecting them to fill up your cup, you know, to fill you up. And they're not over-pleasers, so they don't get it. They don't get why it might be necessary for them to give a little more to you. They don't even understand, even though you are in their face, in their life, overly giving to them, overly pleasing them, it's not that they don't appreciate you, but it's not on their radar to worry about you that you give too much or to want to reciprocate even what you give to them. It's, it's not on their radar. They're just going about living their life, doing their thing. You know, these are the normies, you know, the normal people, not like us, not like the overpleasers. And that's no fault of theirs. It's they're just being themselves. So why am I saying all this? Because it just occurs to me that I am not the only person out here who gives of themselves 100% to a relationship. They love doing it, love doing it, not complaining, not complaining at all. We'll continue to do it, but... Every once in a while, when your counterpart, whoever that may be, turns on you 
and attacks you and maybe they misunderstand you. And I, I, and I don't mean attacks you in a, uh, a criminal way. I mean, you know, in, in a, a everybody has a bad day kind of way. Us over-pleasers are affected more than the normies, you know, the normals. We're affected more. We, we feel very misunderstood because we give all of ourselves. So when somebody has a day where they kind of turn on us and, 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 and truly, you know, they, sometimes they use your over-pleasing nature against you. You're clingy, you're smothering, you know, you, you, whatever. And it hurts us and we don't get it, but we keep coming back because it's what we do. We're, we're over pleasers and we tend to get hurt. And I don't think we would get hurt as much if we would maybe pull back and give 80 or 90% instead of 100%, you know, leave a little for ourselves. We need a little self-care. We need a little, you know, self-healing. Um, and you can't exactly take care of yourself when your partner has a bad day. If you don't have anything left in the tank to feel good about. If you deplete all of your goodness and by, by filling other people's cups, what are you going to give to yourself? Who's going to fill your cup up when you're in need because maybe your partner's having a bad day or somebody that you don't even know has a bad day and takes it out on you? So I'm just saying, if you're one of these people who is an overpleaser, please, please, please take some time and evaluate yourself and try to make sure, figure out how to have a little self-care in there. Don't give all of your energy towards pleasing someone else. You matter too. And if nobody is telling you that you matter, if you're spending all your time telling somebody else they matter, who's telling you you matter? You have to know that you are as worthy as whoever it is that you're over-pleasing. If they're not telling you, you got to tell yourself. You have to know that you're worthy of self-care. And maybe if we start telling ourselves that, you know, that we're worthy of somebody treating us as well, maybe, maybe somebody in our life will. Maybe they'll see it. Maybe they'll respect it. Maybe they'll feel the uh, inclination to give a little back instead of resenting our over-pleasing. Maybe they'll learn to appreciate it a little and want to give back. You never know. But I'm not worried about that. 
I'm just saying that could be a byproduct. What I'm concerned about is that people who are over-pleasers need to take care of themselves. They need to take care of themselves. They need to not expand all their energy on others. They need to save some for themselves. Meditation, exercise, whatever it is, journaling, looking in the mirror and realizing you're worthy. <laughs> I don't really don't care what it is, but you need to spend time on yourself. And you should not be looking to anybody else to fill your tank up. You have to fill it up. Go ahead and fill up others. You know, I mean, I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop being a pleaser. But what I do need to work on, as I'm telling you, is, is making myself acknowledge that I'm worthy of being treated the same. I I am worthy of love from others and I am worthy of my own time, my own self-care. I do not have to give all my time to somebody else. I shouldn't. I need to take care of me too. And so do you. So do you. You need to take care of you. And we all need to get healthy in our relationships. And if you're in a relationship that's not healthy, you need to acknowledge it and you need to get out of it. If you're in a relationship that does not make you feel good, be done with it. You know, give it all you've got to try to fix it. If it's worth it to you, give it everything you've got. And then when you are incapable if that happens, that you are incapable of giving any more or fixing it, you need to acknowledge the other person is not willing or able, and you need to walk away. And you need to just worry about taking care of yourself. We all need to take care of ourselves. So, to all my fellow overpleasers, let me hear from you. If you if you need a boost up, guys, if you need some encouragement, please reach out to me because I am happy to do that. Um, I know it's difficult as a as an overpleaser. I, I understand it. It is hard to let go of people. And I understand that it's hard to, to learn to back off and let people just be when you see a need that you could feel for them. It's it's really hard, you know. It's hard not to deplete all our energy when we see we could help somebody that we care about. But sometimes it's just not good. Sometimes you need to recognize that your your tank is empty and you need to take a nap. <laughs> you need to meditate or read a book, journal. You need to do something. Go, go have a, a coffee with a friend. Um, whatever the case is, you need to do something for you and, and don't rely on other people to fill your tank up, to give you back that energy that you need. Rely on yourself. And when your mental health is healthy and your tank is full, you will have even more to give to others. So, like I said, when I started talking, I don't know who may need to hear this. 
maybe it's just me. But if this was meant for you and you want to talk about it, please feel free to email me. If it completely means nothing to you, <laughs> that's okay too. That's okay too. Um, and guys, I do want to say two more things as I end this. One, I have got your emails and your tweets. I get it. I have gotten more people asking me to please not cut back on my podcast episodes every week. So this is my promise to you. I commit to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And one erotic bedtime story a week. That's what I commit to. Anything else is bonus, but I won't limit myself. I, 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 if I feel like talking to you, I will talk to you. Just like today, this was completely unscheduled. I just, I just had a need to talk, and that's what I did. So I will try not to cut back. I will probably end up giving you more. I've heard you, and I really appreciate you guys. I love that you love hearing me, and that... I've gotten so many emails saying how meaningful my podcasts are to you guys. So I appreciate that. I appreciate it. And um, and I am working on a couple of um, guest hosts. Well, guest hosts, interviews, whatever. Um, I have some personal issues that are happening in my life right now that I need to be here for and take care of, which will slow me down a little bit. But um, but I'm handling everything, and I am working on getting some some people on this podcast to have a few, you know, different interesting um, episodes for you. So look forward to that. The other thing I wanted to say is I just want to remind you that I do have the Patreon. Sign up for my Patreon, guys. It's $1 a month, and I will be holding um, drawings over there. As a matter of fact, when I'm done here, I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to write a post about this month's drawing. So I'm going to go do that. So if you want to know what it is, you need to, um, you need to go over to my Patreon and sign up. The link is in the description of this podcast. It's also in my profile on my, my Twitter. Okay. Um, hello, I'm honey. Hello, I'm honey. And you should be able to find the Patreon. I mean, the truth is actually, actually what you want to look up for Patreon if you just Google Real Sex Talk with Honey, Patreon, you'll find it. Real Sex Talk with Honey, Patreon. Just Google that. You'll find it. Um, I hope you sign up and find out what this month's drawing is. All right, guys. I'm going to go for now. I hope that this was meaningful to someone. Uh, thanks for listening to me. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.